0: through him the podcast. I'm Maxine and I'm Katie
1: and we are here today with Dr. Jenny Millen from Triple Crown Chiropractic here in Lexington, Kentucky and we are super excited to I guess just share her with you. Um, She's actually my chiropractor and during this whole process of the startup of the podcast I had just been talking to her about it And, um, one day I called Maxine after a visit and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to get her on the podcast. Like she is a woman in business. She is so awesome. Um, as soon as I walked into this office, I was like, a woman is here because this is beautiful. The decor. Yes. The decor is beautiful. Even the signs, like we're sitting in a room right now and even signs with spines on them (laughs) are like so cute. So... I knew that there was a mastermind behind this. So um, Dr. Jenny, do you wanna just tell us a little bit about yourself, like your family background and maybe like why you wanted to start your own business?
2: Sure, Uh, so I am from the Midwest. I was born in Iowa, grew up in Iowa, Missouri, went to University of Missouri and then I went to Logan College in St. Louis. And so I grew up, fortunately my mom was a nurse And she took us to the chiropractor, and this is back in the 70s, since I was like two years old. And so, but she knew there was a better way to be healthy, and she took us. So, and I grew up hearing, one of you kids has to be a chiropractor. And so, I knew my two brothers, it was not going to (laughs) happen. It Um, was you. (laughs) And there's pictures of me from like five years old trying to adjust people. And so, I was kind of destined, and then we moved to a small town. And a town of 2,000 people and my two, the two neighbors that I, I had on each side of me were the two chiropractors in town. Yes. Okay. So meant to be. I knew from a young age what I wanted to do. Now starting my own business, that took a while. And yeah. so I've learned a lot over the years. I actually worked for somebody for seven years. Okay. And then um, knowing I always wanted to do it mm-hmm. and it takes a lot to, um, chiropractors, we don't get like approved for hundreds of thousands of dollars like right. a dentist or a medical doctor right. and so we're a lot of us are upside down coming out of okay. school and it's hard but I, when I took the leap I literally did it with like two thousand dollars and a credit card and <laughs> I love it <laughs> just went for it and so I put a computer and two tables on a credit card and I had first and last month's rent and I went door-to-door door with a baby on my back and got myself... I love this. Patients. I did not know this. Yes. This a good story.
0: And so I, I had
2: a baby and an ergo, like, on my back, and I had handmade flyers. This is, like, 2010. Right? Yeah. So, which by then they should have even looked better than that. Like I was like, <laughs> basically, come see me. I got you. I, I know who I am yeah. and what I can do, and I guarantee you won't go anywhere else after you yeah. come here. And so... I started um, here in Lexington in 2010, and on my first day, I had four new patients. By the end of the first week, I had 48 visits. By the end of the second week, I had 78 visits, and then it just snowballed from there. That's so crazy.
1: I think it takes like believing like one of the first steps in any starting any business is you just kind of have to believe in yourself yeah even though like it's hard and you may have like imposter syndrome which we'll get into in another (laughs) episode or think you know like am I worth it? You know what I mean? But you have to step out on faith on yourself, you know, yeah, cause right. you knew that you could do this and you knew that you were a good chiropractor and that you were trained and that you had all the things you need. So you're like, I'm just going to do this.
2: Totally. And I think you go through phases and I think women in general have phases of like, we don't deserve things yes, and that right. we're not good enough or that we don't deserve it. And it, took me a few years to know my worth. Yes. I knew I was good at it. Mm-hmm. And I knew I helped any office I stepped in. I yeah. had the most patients, and I would take from other car. like, they'd be like, no, I'll wait for Dr. Jenny. And But to me, knowing that I was worth having my own place and yes. doing my own thing, it took a while. And I finally just had to be – I've always been a kind of survivalist mentality, I think, growing up, the way yeah. I grew up. And mm-hmm. so – I knew in the end I'd be okay. I knew I mm-hmm. wasn't going to be out. I knew I was going to survive. Yeah. And I just, like, knowing that it, I was worth enough to yeah. go ahead and do it, and I did it. Yeah. So. And you were
1: going to do what it takes to make it happen. Like totally. It's like once you say. hit that point, once you make that decision, you're like, this isn't going to fail because I'm not going to let it. Right. Yeah. You and know what I mean? We were talking this about is my last favorite
0: time. tagline. Yeah, like, yes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. Last time we were talking, like, just tell someone because then you're held accountable and you have yes. to go – and do it. And the scariest part is like just taking the leap. Yeah. It is. And then you mm-hmm. work your butt off and make it happen. Yeah, but if you for are sure. able to take that leap, I feel like then you're like, okay, well, now I have to do this. Yeah. Right? I like, have, I'm either, you know, gonna do this or I'm gonna fail. And failing's often not an option. So. Right. Yeah. And there's so many acronyms for
2: fear, but like fear is like false evidence appearing real. You know? oh, I so, love, like, that. love okay. that. There's so many. <laughs> People that just, like, there's so many, we have so many barriers because in our heads we think there's no way. You know, yeah. I was new to this town. I didn't yeah. know anybody. I had a year off because I just had a baby. Yeah. And and I had people even close to me. It was like, are you sure this is a good choice? Like, do you think you should do it? And so sometimes the people that love us the most are the mm-hmm. ones that hold us back. Yeah. Right. And so, and they should be like, go for it. yeah But even, I have four kids. And so I'm already, I have to catch myself of, you think you should do that? You know, I yeah, should probably yes. not limit them as much as I do on certain things. Yeah,
1: and we do that to the people we love or the people we love do that to us because they're just worried. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like all out of love. Yeah. But sometimes the best things come from taking, you know, the big risk. Totally. The big step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you tell our listeners, just for those of you like, who don't know or aren't that familiar with chiropractic, um, what do you kind of do on a day-to-day basis here?
2: So, we have a big family wellness practice, and so there's different chiropractors that have sports chiro and uh, family and just pediatrics. We kind of have a mix of everything, but a main focus that we have is the pediatrics and prenatal, postnatal care, yeah, uh, so cool. pregnancy, and but we see all ages. Um, we do multiple different techniques, so we have high-force techniques, low-force techniques, um... That will suit anybody, whether you've had surgeries or contraindications of what you think you can have. We can pretty much work around that. Um, But as as far as we see multiple families all day and provide adjustments and chiropractic help with. Everything from musculoskeletal conditions um, to I even have lip and tongue tie babies. And I have kids that have speech issues that we can help here. Right. So crazy. We have people that come from hip replacements. We have people that come from car accidents. I mean, there's chiropractic can not only help musculoskeletal, but it can boost your immune system. uh, Help with chronic things like headaches and migraines um, that people think, a lot of people don't even associate headaches with yeah. back. They think I only do the back, or you had to be a car accident to be here, mm-hmm, and it's just right. simply yeah, not it's true. Just, yeah, so
0: well, I know a lot of people too think that chiropractic is like a little woo woo and like mm-hmm. doesn't. I've been getting chiropractic since I was ten years old. I had really, really bad scoliosis when I was a little kid, and right. I've gotten it. I mean, I had the best chiropractor ever. So I knew like what good chiropractic care was, yeah. and that was when I lived in California. And then when I moved, I moved to Arizona, and then I moved here, and I had a decent one in Arizona, but then I moved here, and it was so hard to find someone. And I would go to places, and I'd be like, nope. I know, like I know, nice. yeah. you can touch me for four seconds and I will know because I know what good chiropractic is. I think that's what like. makes
2: it so hard for a lot of professionals to understand what we do because yeah. it is more personal
1: yes. and we
2: believe that everybody needs it. We have yeah. purpose and vision is to get 80% of our community under chiropractic care. Right now, probably 10% of the population choose chiropractic, Right, mm-hmm. which is... It's so simple, so we call it like keep it simple, stupid yeah, type yeah, thing yeah. because it's like God made your body a certain way. Mm-hmm. There is literally a nerve root that goes to every cell and runs every cell. So basically all we do is support and facilitate the nervous system to work as it's naturally yeah. intended. Right. Our daily life and stress and everything takes it in a whole other direction, and yeah. we basically just support your body and remind your body routinely mm-hmm. to do what it's supposed to do. That's what so, I was going to
1: say. Like, if you just had a quick advice, like, for people who are out there who like, oh, like, I wasn't in a car accident or I don't have super bad back problems, but we have these daily stressors. And let me ask you about this. So I've heard a lot about how our generation always looking down on our phones. Yeah, Does the, the text
2: neck. Yeah, that's the what I was going
1: to say. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> so do you have any advice for people who just, you know, don't have any serious you know,
2: prior conditions, but just keeping that health up. Yeah, I mean, a good analogy is, like, going to the dentist. I mean, like, yeah. have, how long have you gone to the dentist since you were one, yeah. two, three years old? And they recommend, now you need to have two checkups a year mm-hmm. every six months, and we need you to brush your teeth yeah. after every meal or at least twice a day. Yeah. And they never, no doctor ever tells you not to come back, right? You yeah. don't go to the medical <laughs> doctor, and it's like, you had a good physical this time. We'll see you, like, never. Yeah. You know? You're good and the rest so, of your life. You're great. And so we go into this daily grind of doing – not breathing enough or the right way and not drinking enough water Mm -hmm, and not bending the right way and not sleeping the right way and too much stress and, like, I could go on and on and on. It's like, what would your teeth look like if you never went to the dentist or never brushed your teeth? You would have decay and you would have degeneration and you would have problems. And so the same thing happens with the body. And so you have to – maintenance the body just like your teeth you got to maintenance it just like a car and so we tend to tell people even if you don't have issues every 30 days that's about what the body will give you without with all the repetitive daily stress Mm -hmm. without needing a little bit of a tune-up
0: a little bit and like I when I finally found a chiropractor here in Kentucky I went in and was talking to him and it was just like our first and he was like, well, he was like, so your your muscles are kind of supposed to feel like filet mignon. Yours feel like beef jerky. <laughs> he was like, girl, drink some water. And I was like, oh, and it's like that kind of simple, stupid thing. Yeah. Like, I'm so- when was the last time I had a drink of water? I right. can't remember. And like- I think that's the other thing
2: with chiropractic. When you find a good chiropractor, it is a whole thing. You know, it's not just the adjustment, which is, becomes like, an art form, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. So, like, mm-hmm. that's what's also hard where people think it's woo-woo. It's like, yeah, it's like I touch multiple bodies a day. Yeah. And I've done this for over 18 years. Right. Who yeah. I am now is totally different from who I was when I graduated. Yes. And I can literally just sense almost energy and put my hands on people and yes. know what they're going through. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get it. That's why people think that way, but when you find a good one, yeah. you not only get adjusted, it's but experience. you get good advice. Yeah, you get bro. reminded of who you need to be because we yes. all need it. Yeah. You know, I have a trainer for that reason. I have a business coach for that reason. Yeah, yeah. My business coach doesn't tell me anything that is, oh my gosh, profound. Every, yeah. every <laughs> yes. two weeks, it's like Jenny, what are you doing? Yes. Look at your numbers. This is what what's happening here. You know I love that. And, and all the while keeping me grounded so I can actually give people my mental space. Yeah, you
1: know? I love that so, so. much. Um, so the next thing we're going to kind of get into is, so Jenny obviously is a woman in a predominantly male field Honestly, when I booked this, my first chiropractor appointment here, I didn't even, like, look at the name or anything. Somebody had just recommended it to me, and then I came, and they were like, okay, Dr. Jeannie, I'll see you, and I was like, oh, it's a girl? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't, not that I was, like, didn't know, but in Eastern Kentucky, like, I don't think that I know yeah. one yes. woman who is a chiropractor. So, um, how do you navigate that, and kind of how do you set that apart? Like, does that set you apart? I think it apart? starts,
2: like... When I was in chiropractic school, I mean, it's literally like 80, 20, 70, 30 male, you know? And so, um, luckily I, for me, I was pretty much a tomboy, like my whole life and could pretty much hang with anybody, which helps. (laughs) Um, and it also can be intimidating and, you know, it's like the same, you almost revert back to high school when you're in chiropractic college a little bit. And so. I had that fundamental. I was pretty Mm -hmm. good. Um, but it is, it is a little frustrating when you get out and practice, you know, so you Mm -hmm. get, you do get a little bit of that of why would you pick that profession? Uh Why didn't you want to just be a nurse or why wouldn't you want to be a medical doctor? or Do you think you didn't want to do this or that? Mm -hmm. And it's like, You don't think I can move bones? I mean, and I still get... Because I
1: can. (laughs) Because I
2: can. Um, And so, and I still get that a little bit because it is a male dominant profession to where I get sized up, Mm -hmm. you know, on the first day and people are like, I don't know, but this is worth my money. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen all the time. And then, and Dr. Matt that has worked for me for five years and he's been with me since his internship, but he's just like oh, yeah, if Dr. <laughs> Jenny adjusts you, you'll think different, you know, right, yeah. and so, but I think we have to prove ourselves a little bit more, yeah. but to me, I look at it as competition, and it mm-hmm, might have totally. happened, because I was, like, in ROTC a little bit, and the army a yeah. little bit, and I got just, like, give me a challenge, and I yes, function right. better, That's so right. me too. Yeah. I look at, I have to be pushed to the limit, mm-hmm. and procrastinate, procrastination, a challenge, and then watch me excel, you yes. know, And so I kind of teach all my boys and the the women that work for me that way too, you know? So there's no, I almost hold them to a higher standard than men. Yeah.
0: For real. I always feel like that. I'm always like, Oh, please underestimate me. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Right? So. so much
0: more satisfying if you underestimate me right. right. <laughs> It's like the same
2: with like Nike. It's like, yeah, yes. yeah, I run like a girl. Of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> of course I, I do, because that's a good <laughs> Why thing. Why would I want to
1: run like a guy? You
2: know? <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so the last little bit before we ask you some um, current news advice, is what kind of advice do you have for women out there who have these big dreams and big ambitions, but are nervous or scared to just take that initial leap?
2: Well, I think again, I think really women need to start telling themselves, like I said, I even struggled with what my worth was, Mm -hmm. even as dominating as I am as I talk or do things. Yeah. Um, there's this subconscious thing that holds all of us back, or right. we feel like we're not good enough. And I think it's like certain words of affirmation and s- scripting and doing those things from a young age, and then knowing that if you don't ask, you're never going to get it. Yeah, yes. you know. And if you don't try it, you'll never get it. Yeah. Right. This world is so busy mm-hmm. that you have to go for it. Yeah, you have to fight for it. You have to ask for it. You have to just do it. Otherwise, it's not going to just fall on your lap. There's so many other things going along. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you just have to go. You're always going to be okay if you even put half the effort into it. Mm -hmm. There's some people that just wait and wait and wait. You're going to miss your chance. And I feel
0: like also, like, you don't have to wait for approval from anyone. Yes. You know, like, you don't have to get affirmation from someone that it's okay to just go ahead and do your thing. Right. Like, if mm-hmm. you're good at something or you have a passion for something, like Katie and I kind of talked about this um, on the first episode, like, just go for it. Just do it. Like, yeah. if you want to tell someone, that's great. That'll hold you accountable. Go ahead and tell someone. Yeah. But you don't need their approval to, like, no. to jump into it. And I you mean, can fail
2: like many times. Yeah. i failed many times, but yeah, I'm still yes. standing and exactly. I'm still doing stuff and I'm still growing and I have you got to have a constant purpose and vision. If you do something with purpose, you're not going to fail. If yeah, I would have started that. this chiropractic office because I'm a chiropractor and I have doctor in front of my name and that's what I'm supposed to do, yeah. right, I'm not going to make it. Right. There's I too many that. other ones around. Yes. Mm-hmm. But my purpose and vision is clear. Mm-hmm. I try to educate the community on health and wellness. I try right. to educate them to pick this first before going down – a, wor- a line of drugs and mm-hmm. surgery and yes. all this other stuff that's going on. And then my vision is to get 80% of the community because how awesome would it be if you know how well you feel after you get yeah. adjusted, yes. right? Yes, I feel like a new person. So <laughs> 90% of the people you encounter have never felt that. Right. It's insane to me. Right. I, I can't even so, imagine. So like, if you do things and you keep your overhead low and you keep it simple yeah. and you work off purpose with your passion, you cannot fail.
0: I love that. I love that. And we, 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 like, that's all we're (laughs) about. Because we even said, we're like, if you go, if you want to start a business, I said this last time, if you want to start a business just for the money in it, you're You're not going to make it. You're going to fail. Like, a hundred times over, you have to have something more. And Mm -hmm. everyone has a different picture of what something more is but I feel like that's what makes our world so dynamic yeah. and so right. special. I
2: think people need to write down their five core values of what Ooh, really this. like... This will
1: be on the blog. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The blog is,
2: so like you have to know what your core values are and yeah. what drives you. You right. know what I mean? And what's important to you. Yeah. You know? I
1: love that. So, and a lot of people... I know this was me up until, honestly, this year. Just know that they want to do something. They just don't know what. And so, like, writing down these values can even, like, guide and help you to, like, see the direction or the path that you want to go down. And, like,
2: ask. It's, like, the same thing. Like, when we do lunch and learns and everything, people don't know what they don't know. Right. Right. So, like, if you're interested in doing something but you don't know quite how to do it. Call somebody, ask them to shadow. Yes. I've never said no to anybody. Yeah. You know? And so, like, call them and ask, hey, I'm interested in this. Can I come hang out for a few hours? Right. Of course. Yeah. You know? I love that. And even
1: with, like, this podcast, so I told Dr. Jenny literally, like, we had met. On maybe a Thursday and I came back here on a Monday and literally told her like we had we didn't even have a market, yet we didn't have anything and I was like um so <laughs> I was like, set I was me like, up for this Monday let's yes. do it <laughs> and I was so scared like I was like and this is an example of like just overcoming things that seem scary but to get something awesome so obviously I was scared that you know she would say no or would like, like or a what? podcast, <laughs> like what the heck, um, but instead she said yes and now she's here and we get to share her knowledge with all of you all and help you guys in that way and help us from yeah, learning from totally. you. So sometimes, you know, the scary things are what turns out to make life super interesting.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I root for everybody. I yeah. like want everybody yeah. to be successful. My yeah. patients, fellow chiropractors, right. you know, we're here to help other ones we learn from other ones and like we're all trying to like figure out this life thing together yes. but like you want to be surround yourself with people that root for other people I mean I haven't got here all by myself either, yeah, you know right, and right. so like um and it's just good to be surround yourself with people that are positive mm-hmm. that are
1: yeah.
2: that can like sit down in a half hour and hash out five new ideas you yeah know what I mean right and so we constantly do that we meet every week my team and I, you know, and we constantly hash out ideas and things to promote, to get the community to understand what we're doing. Yeah. You know, we're not just popping bones to have, (laughs) um, you know, putting people at risk and (laughs) have a paycheck. And so a lot of people think, well, that doesn't really do anything and you have to keep going or Mm -hmm. it's, That can kill you, and so it's like, which one? Are we going to kill you or not do anything for you? You know, very drastic. And so, and we get that a lot, you know. Yeah. But it's this is the least invasive, safest thing you can do to stay stress-free, healthy, all those things. Yes.
0: And I feel like when you surround yourself with those people, and like when you just go tell someone who you know. Is it has that entrepreneurial mindset or it loves business? Like, it's so fun to grow oh with gosh. other people.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. When, when Katie and I met,
0: I was like, oh my gosh, I found one like me. Yeah. Because yes. we will just <laughs> spit business oh ideas gosh. back and forth. And right. like, my husband and I are the same way. Thank God I found someone who will marry me who is mm-hmm. obsessed with business as well. But. Then I talk to some people, and I'm like, I have this idea, and I have this idea, and I want to help everyone Mm -hmm. grow their business, and they're like, "Uh, no, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, and it's like, all right, it's so fun when we get
1: together and just bounce ideas, and like, the, I think that a lot of people have this feeling. Fear to tell their ideas, you know yeah. what I mean. But me and Maxine are in this zone where we're like totally fearless. We're like, we're gonna open this company, blah blah blah. Like yeah. we're spitting out the biggest dreams just because we know if we We'd don't, have Bob Goff. yeah. <laughs> just because we know if we don't hit those dreams, we're not gonna be like, oh, you know, right? Yeah, you like, I don't know. I do think a lot of women
2: feel like they're self-serving when they do it, yeah. And yes. they don't do it because they think, what if I get too successful, or what would? It look like to other people if right. I do this or right. charge this and it's like it's not self-serving again when you have a purpose mm-hmm. and a vision yes. and like you work off that yeah you know you can't be mad if you're successful yeah. at it and like but you can't feel bad for it either yeah you know
0: yeah I feel like also in the church like that's a big thing because Katie was saying like for a long time she was like for her business but then she felt guilty about it because it was like a monetary kind of value and it's hard to differentiate like no like this is what I meant to do from like oh I literally just want this because this will pay Mm -hmm. me more but I feel like in what we do like we're so passionate about what we do that it's not just asking for a bigger paycheck it's like keep like keep showing me yeah what you have in store well, for when me, you have more just... money you
2: can donate and do more yeah yes. and so like yes. I with that. my management group I mean we always have a philanthropic thing going every yeah. month we donate right. thousands we started a non-profit right. called oh innate always wins and we help people pay bills and get care and do this and then we that also link will be on the
0: book yeah, yeah we also
2: um Donate our services down at the Nathaniel Mission once a month. Dr. Matt and I go down once a month and adjust the homeless. And so that's a big thing for us to give back. And so I could live way beyond my means, but we do a lot of things to give Mm -hmm. back to the community. We're always um, raising money for something And donating it, because we get so much more back in yeah, return. Right. And so I think you can be successful and put those things in place. in different ways. And, and have have help balance. everybody and have yeah. that balance, for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, it's definitely, the Bible says that it's more blessed to give than to receive. So, and I was also, actually at Southend last week, they were actually talking about um, money and how that... Um, giving like that just makes it so much better, you yes. know, and blesses you in return as so you bless yeah. other people. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking about this today. Actually, I was thinking about the whole social media aspect of things and like influencers and things like that. And I was when we were talking about prayer, like praying for our business. Obviously, social media is a part of that. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, the more you know, influence slash followers that we have, the more people that we can share Jesus with. You know what I yes. mean? So it doesn't have to be a thing that it's like all about you. It can still be
2: all about him.
0: You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because
1: he, he works through people. Yeah, and so, that's why it's
0: called Boss Babes, Through Him. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
2: right. I agree. And so that's why I like what we do. I mean, we're basically putting our hands on people, letting them truly see what God has created. Right. A lot of people just forget it. They yeah. they have, they've been subluxated and out of place for so many years. They right. don't even know what's normal anymore. Yeah. So what it's
1: like to feel good.
2: Mm-hmm. Our book this
1: month is called, it's not supposed to be this way. Um, me, I started reading it, Maxine's reading it too, it's a really good book, we haven't gotten through it yet, but we are actually having a giveaway, so we are going to give away this book to one of our listeners, and the way that you can win this book is to rate, review, and subscribe, and also follow, follow our Instagram, which is at Boss Babes Podcast. So if you have taken any of the action steps in this episode, or any of the previous episodes, Please DM us with those. We would love to cheer you on and shout you out on the Instagram page.
0: As well, today we have our new call to action, which is like Dr. Jenny said, um, writing down your five core values. Um, Katie and I just love that for people starting business or already in business, if you're doing something that you believe you're supposed to be doing, but you're having trouble seeing its direction or knowing your purpose... Come up with five things that you feel your business gives to other people or you want to get out of your business, and those will be your core value, and that is just so important to have um, in your company and just in your life as well, to be able to help other people.
1: Okay, well, thank you so thank much you, for coming Jenny. on the podcast. Yes, it such a treat, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.